Hey guys, this is Supply London UK. I've taken a massive break from podcasting in the last few days um, and it's starting to show. I think it's nice to do a catch up. I've been working on a couple of projects and I'm still going to bring you the podcast that I said. But today's podcast is just about staying in one's lane and focusing on one's own personal goals. I think it's so important to do that because often, especially if you're a person that likes to help others, it's all great helping other people, but you have to take stock and check and say to yourself, as much as you want to give out to others, you have to be ready to do the same for yourself in all areas, in all key areas that are most important to you, for you to fulfill your greatest purpose. So don't ever feel guilty for saying no. And remember why it's important to say no. Sometimes by saying yes, and more time, when you're saying yes, you're actually saying no to yourself. So make sure if you're saying yes, you're actually saying yes to yourself, and somehow you're part of why you are saying yes, and you're not shutting yourself out by rewarding someone with your yes, but it's actually saying no to yourself or preventing you from living the greatest life that you want to live, you know? And um, it's quite easy to get in a pattern where you kind of like start giving your life away, your whole life purpose away to other people's expectations. So this one is for you guys who are, whatever your age, I would say it's applicable for all ages because we all can fall in that trap. Don't let anybody make you their puppet to their own dream, you know? own your time time is precious and guys this one's gonna be the shortest podcast i do i just want to get to the point i just wanted to say it like live your greatest purpose focus on what matters to you you know because when your time is up you want to know that you spent it well you know and um don't ever feel guilty like i said before for saying no you're actually saying yes to yourself when you're saying no So remember that and take care of yourself and don't allow other people's words to have more meaning than your own. That's the last one. So this was Sophia London UK. And yeah, this was the shortest podcast ever. Take care. Hi guys, this is Sophia London UK. And yeah, I've done a few bonus editions on this episode where they're really short so coming up next is how to build trust and i think it's applicable to any kind of situation but it's more so for a friendship or aimed at a friendship or relationship breakdown but more centered around friendship that has been broken and how to rebuild trust really so check it out let me know what you think in the comments Hi guys, this is Sophia London and today I'm going to be talking about how to build trust with people after there has been a breakdown of trust. I'm going to use maybe a true story um, of how I was able to do this with somebody as an example. Um, But I will first say, I think it's important to get out into the open all of the things that have happened that you have been offended about and um, 
basically inform that person of your grievances and set a new standard of the way in which you want the relationship to now be and see if they're going to meet you halfway with fulfilling these requirements and vice versa. Um, Honesty is seriously important when there has been a breakdown of trust and openness. So don't be dismissive, even if you hear things that you don't like. What the person's saying, just respect their honesty and allow them space to be honest with you about how they feel about what's going on and such such and such, you know. And lastly, I would say that when there was a breakdown of trust between me and a friend, we had to take time away from each other to really see the great value of the journey of the friendship in order to value what we was about to basically um, let go, you know, all that time, those memories, what we was about to forsake. And during that time of its cooling off period, it was several months. And um, this was a dear friend, one of my best friends, actually. We managed to work it out, but at that time, I was going through a lot of things. I think I was in denial and putting a lot of blame onto her about how I felt and how I felt like she hadn't helped me with something that was important um, historically and um, something that was really um, important to me. And I felt like she was um, lying about knowing about it and stuff like that. So it was something... It was something significant to me that was quite intense and painful to have um, lived through. So anyway, once the cooling off period before I initiated contact with her, I think I had to kind of be honest with myself and take a level of responsibility of how I had allowed um, certain things to go unsaid and um, where I hadn't been as clear with how I had spoken to her and another person involved around this issue, you know? And, um, yeah, it was... I'm glad that we was able to kind of, like, like put things out into the open, speak about things, heal, in our personal cooling-off period of time. But when we came back, it was a bit explosive, the argument, but it's good when you can argue with somebody that has betrayed you or you feel betrayed or there's been a misunderstanding because it shows that there's still a level of commitment and passion and love in the friendship in the first place, you know? So, um, yes, tight cooling off and honesty and openness and setting new barriers around and creating a level of new respect and new foundation and not setting booby traps to say, all right, I'm going to make sure they have to keep feeling like I'm punishing them based on what's happened. No, um, wiping the state clean once you have spoken out your issues and resolved to come to a resolution of how to go forward both on both sides, not one person decide what both of you are doing, both of you decide how you would like to move forward. And... um set little goals to maybe meet up or instead of going on a holiday or something quite big, 
maybe do small little excursions, maybe to a coffee shop, maybe um, go and have a picnic, then you don't include everyone when you're building trust. You just focus on a one-to-one with that person, you know? Um, make time for each other. It's really important to build trust. Trust, sorry. And, um, yeah, be open, like I said, as well. So um, I can't think of anything more. Um, forgiveness is definitely key when there has been uh, breaking trust and you have to forgive, you have to. You can't move forward and hold grudges because it's just not going to be useful for anything that you're trying to build with that person and you know how much you've missed them and what they mean to you. So just just, just let it go and just receive them in the fullest and be true and be open and just forgive and start building a better friendship and it will be better the next time round because you both are heavily invested in the friendship so you have nothing to lose in trying to build trust again with this person. This was Sophia London, I hope this was useful for you. It was just some suggestions of how to create trust with a friend or somebody you cared about again after it being broken. Take care, bye. Hi guys, this is another little kind of, it's like a bite or a little bit of a chunk. <laughs> Maybe I just like my voice. But no, um, I felt like I wanted to do little bite sizes of little kind of like information. Is that all right? So yeah, um, I'm just going to express obviously ways I stay motivated and inspired. Okay. So this is just my list. You can make your own. If you've got any suggestions, send me a voice note and I'll include them in the next spin or reworked version. <laughs> that would be in a couple of days, knowing me, I keep posting. <laughs> anyway, let me get into it. So how I stay motivated and inspired, I create stuff that I love, um, whether it's connecting with friends, family, I stay connected to things that I love and I want to go into. So in the areas of writing, I read um, not as much as I should be, though. It, and I think it shows in my spoken language. Um, and I hope it doesn't show too much in my room, but I think it does. But yeah, I stay connected to the areas. So I love to read. I love to um, go online and listen to, I've got this app on, on my phone called Spotify. <laughs> Obviously, most of us have. And um, it's a multimedia player. And basically, yeah, it just gives me all the, the bomb, bomb music. And I listen to a lot of motivational speeches on there. And when I'm walking, I'm pumping that into my ear. So at any time when I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, my vibrations are just going down and I'm feeling flat and burnt out. Or if I've had, I don't know, something happen. Or if I just need to percolate myself, I'm putting that into my ears. I'm staying on beat. I'm focusing, I'm refocusing. And I'm listening to some positive affirmations all the time. And I like to share them with friends and stuff like that. And it keeps me um, inspired and it helps me inspire other people. So yeah, um, what else do I do? I like to spend time with my children. That keeps me um, motivated. I don't spend enough time. Guilty as charged. I don't spend enough time. I need to make time. Um, I, I be like a role model in my own way. Um, I would say my children say to me, mom, I'm going to write my own book one day. <laughs> 
<laughs> about my childhood but yeah it keeps me I inspire them they inspire me so I feel like it keeps me self-motivated knowing that I'm leading them they're watching me and I'm responsible for their tomorrow and I have to obviously lead and set good examples you know and um what other things keep me um inspired love love keeps me inspired um or all the beauty is still to be found in each day and um there's just lots of great things and great moments that happen i um i'm someone who at times my friends would be like why are you always overthinking oh it's why you're you're too much in love you always <laughs> i'm in love with every day so um that's not always been the case for me like i said there's been dark and deep times where i've been very depressive and i feel like i keep even that at bay when it starts to creep in and i start um feeling quite low in my mood i just have to just i don't know i think that's another reason why i create these podcasts because at times along the way you know like i have to pinch myself and say you know what this moment won't last when i'm feeling a bit down in dumps which is only for a few seconds it seems these days because i just have to like i don't know listen to my own voice and i'm like boom you know i mean we wind that and then just writing over that moment um other ways i think i i enjoy sport i enjoy walking i enjoy exercising that that liberates me and it makes me improve my health um other ways let me see i like fashion as well a lot um i like fashion i like designing i like um we working looks i like to if i see a concept i like to i feel like seriously connected and inspired by it um if i had to choose like two things as much as communication and speaking is my love from day i think if i had to only choose two things that i could do forever it would always be art and design so yeah that has got my heartbeat there um whatever thing music music keeps me inspired um i think it's just um how it just makes me vibe and it makes me vibrate so um it reflects my either lived experience or my mindset at the time so i appreciate it so much i love i love i love i love i love i love <laughs> i love musicals so that i go online sometimes i watch musicals i need to go and watch that lion king seriously um i'm gonna cheekily go and see if it's on youtube if someone's been cheeky i don't even want to watch it on youtube scratch that i'm not gonna go and cheat the experience i want to go and see that in the field so yeah um if any of my friends are listening to this and they're out for going um, when the theatres reopen, I don't know if they're open at this moment, um, you know, holler back at me and say, Sophia, yeah, I want to go and see like it too. <laughs> I want to see that for the longest. But yeah, um, what else keeps me inspired and motivated? I think my whole life story keeps me inspired. I feel like there's always unfinished business and I create I create um unfinished business for myself. I used to believe when I was younger somehow that we would die so quickly if we had no unfinished business and it wasn't because of the movie Casper, you know the ghost one that one um I think it's a Warner Brothers or Disney, I'm not sure. But um there's a cartoon and there's a movie about unfinished business and they must have said some lines about unfinished business and if you didn't have unfinished business somehow you'd just be dropping down dead too quickly so i always like to have a bit of business because it keeps me on my toes setting goals keeps me self-motivated um always having um expectations for myself 
recognizing that I am competing with myself and trying to not too hard compete with my yesterday self and being present. Um, trying to be present. Uh, guilty is charged. I'm not always present. Um, but I like to reflect as well. That keeps me seriously inspired and motivated. Um, writing and what um writing my story, speaking my truth, owning that moment and um just allowing life to flow in the order, the natural order it was to flow in and um me feeling empowered that I can create change in my life at any given moment, you know? So yeah, um these are ways I stay inspired. If it wasn't like with this lockdown and all of what's going on, I like going to art museums, I like watching people that I inspire to be like or have the similar um career like like when it comes to um great podcasters great motivational speakers that's an area I want to go into and I'm trying to obviously etch that out when it comes to writers my land she's amazing she's amazing you know so she was a great inspiration for me um there's so many different people inspire me but yeah, I feel like I'm inspired by great activists that are no longer with us um, and civil rights leaders that are no longer with us. So I I feel inspired by history. I, I, I'm inspired by so many other stories before my own and my own. So that's how I stay inspired. I like laughing as well. I like making funny faces. I don't know if that's childish. I don't care. I am a bit of a cartoon character myself, and I always laugh about my cartoon eyebrows. <laughs> These are not permanent feature, but I just feel like at this moment, um, yeah, I feel like I like I like I like things that I appreciate when I didn't have much. So I like I like moments that money can't buy. I like. Um, I like just being one with oneself, just being still. Um, that's how I, that's how I vibe really. And you won't believe it that um, I don't really enjoy talking on the phone too much unless I've got something to say. So that's how I stay um inspired, because it allows me to then be paused and be still in that moment and kind of like evaluate things that I want to do, conversations that I'm having with myself about projects that. Are needing to be um basically actioned and um yeah I'm always researching and doing little different things and yeah um improving my environment and my financial situation helps me stay inspired um money motivates me in that it's connected to me leveling up in that areas that I would seek to excelling but um money is not going to be my motivation um it's just another level of freedom that it gives me and it helps me protect those that I love so yeah um how I'm saying inspired is being me taking responsibility for my actions today and yesterday and being real to say it's okay to fail and make mistakes um but you always have a second chance at any time in any given moment to improve going forward so yeah this is fire london i hope you enjoyed this and um yeah start thinking about ways that you stay inspired and motivated it's important that you remember how you do so you can keep on yourself going forward to greatness take care bye